Greetings, traveler. Welcome to the Cast Perilous. Episode 4 of the cast Perilous, we continue the story of our heroes while bringing you their first foray into our version of an old-school dungeon delve. And just who are those heroes, you ask? Hi, I'm K.W. Taylor, and I'm playing Jolie Elderwood. I'm Tom Coleman. I'm playing Burn Trumbull, Butcher's Son, and Foolhardy Hero. My name is Tracy, and I play Rosemary Springward, but everyone just calls me Ro. My name is Josh, and I'm playing Deld Bard. And I'm Jeffrey Scott. I'll be your storyteller and game master. Our last episode ended with the Boggs family barn burning on the far side of the River Hammoth, and illuminating the nighttime village of Tull's Fork in an orange glow. Our favorite young villagers were left gathered behind the Hare and the Hound Inn, where they had just pursued something. Something huge and dark and spidery, right to an open cellar door. And now, The Cast Perilous, Dark Places, Part 2. Sage is able to follow whatever it is, and he actually follows it over to the inn, to the Hare and Hound, around the back where there is an entrance to the cellar. It goes to that cellar door, and the door is ajar. Oh, no. Oh, no. What in the world did you bring back from your travels? That's when you notice the old man watching you. He's standing before the decrepit ruin of a tower, probably the oldest inhabited structure in the village. He's rather decrepit himself, bent with age and leaning heavily on a gnarly staff, He's peering quizzically at you as you cluster around the inn's cellar door. This is Marleybone. The librarian. The ornithomancer. The ornithomancer is actually a very peculiar sight. He's quite a skinny fellow, naked above the waist, though sporting a long gray beard, with what are apparently goose feathers woven in, and a straw conical hat, with more feathers for decoration. His blue eyes twinkle with intelligence, and with one finger raised into the air, he looks to be on the verge of philosophizing. He's just watching? Did you see something run by? He comes wandering over. I think I did see something, yes. Did it definitely go down into the cellar here? I believe it did. What did it look like to you? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You have an idea what you think it would be? I do, although we don't see those very much anymore. Well, I think we've just seen one now, so why don't you educate us on what it might have been? Have you ever heard of a bogart? Would I have? I mean, I have a little arcane lore. Make an intelligence roll with the bonus for your arcane lore. Okay, under 17. You did it. I got a one. You've heard stories about these things. Bogarts are, well... People describe them differently. No one really knows for sure. There's the possibility that they are shapeshifters. 
in the stories. Mm-hmm. They usually do pesky things, but occasionally they can get out of control, more malevolent. You would also know that they like to hide in dark, confined places. I would probably ask if he knew how to get rid of them. I know I have information on this in one of my books. You can help me with this. Come, okay. come. Follow me. I, I would definitely follow him. I he's mean, ambling he's got... off toward his little ramshackle tower. I was going to say, he has almost like a little library kind of he thing. He does. So you know that he has a library. Yeah. So I'm going to tell them, I'll, you know, I'll be back and I'm going to follow him off. So the three of you, Ro, and Julie, and Byrne, are left standing there looking at that ajar cellar door with some trepidation, no doubt. Burn, you were hurt. If you'd like to do a short rest, that is something that we can do in this game. Well, first off, do we think we have time to take a rest? Do we have this thing cornered enough in the cellar if I catch my breath here? My yeah. grandmother is in this building. There is a way to get in from the inside. Oh, see that? There are stairs that we should down. probably go cover that, but we should cover the exits and entrances. How long is a short rest? It can be just a matter of a few minutes, really. Even while you're standing here catching your breath. Okay, then I will, I will take my two-will save short rest. You have to roll your will or less on a 20-sider. My will is 10, so here's my first attempt. Six. Success. How many hit points did you lose? I lost five hit points. Half of that, plus your constitution bonus. Five. So you've completely recovered. Yes. You walked it off. You didn't break anything. I'm fine. But what do you folks want to do? I can stay outside, I guess. Stay out here with Sage and maybe you should go inside and make sure the people are okay in there. Do we want to shut the cellar door? And Is there a bar we can put across it or something? Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think that's a good idea in case it starts to make us need to retreat that way. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not yeah. lock ourselves in there. I'll just keep an eye on it. Okay, Ro, you and Sage are guarding yep. the door. What about Joey and Burn? Yeah, let's go inside. Make sure everything's okay inside and then we can go down. To the basement. Great. You still have your pig killer. Okay. So you go in the front door. Nan the alewife, the steely gray-haired short but sturdy owner of the hare and the hound, not to mention that she's also your grandmother, stands in the center of the tap room, fists on hips and shaking her head at you. This is the woman who took charge of the inn when her husband died and who had run it single-handedly until she made the place so profitable but she had to hire staff. The woman who took you in and raised you after the tragic deaths of your parents, and who most recently took you in again upon your prodigal return from your finding yourself adventure. You know that she has a kind heart, but she also doesn't take any guff. Jolie, what is going on? Everything's fine. You see in like all the corners and nooks, you see the various cats of the house all just kind of cowering in the corners. Just a moment ago, all of those cats came out of the basement, which is of course where they go, because that's where the mice are, right? Right. They all just came flying up here in a crazed panic. What's in our basement? Uh, there might be an invisible spider monster in the basement, <laughs> but the young man from the butcher shop is going to help me find it. Yeah, I can take care of this. I did it before, but it wasn't quite a spider. But then it turned into a spider. She looks at you a little like you might be crazy. You might want to either leave or go to your room or take your favorite cat with you on a walk. Well, I'm not going outside. What happened at the barn? 
was a fire. It's fine. Is the family all right? I think so. <laughs> They're fine. They're fine. But wouldn't you like some nice night air for a few minutes? I'm going upstairs. Okay. Can you lock your door and maybe maybe a nice towel at the at the base and uh, and uh, stick a hanky in the lock so. It's just, it's just spiders, Nan. It's nothing. Yeah, it's fine. She does pick up a cat who's kind of squirming. If you need me, I'll be in my room. Nan, where's where's our staff? Are they still here? Did they go somewhere? I imagine Dirk's in his room. The girls have gone home. I wonder if we should get Dirk to help us. Good luck with that. I think we're on our own. I think we are. Okay. And now the common room here is empty. You know where the door is to the cellar. That's where they store the food and the brews. They've got like fermenting barrels down there too. So it's highly flammable down there. So maybe not using our torches. Okay. Okay. All right. We should go down. Yes. So we'll leave you two descending the stairs. Let's go back to you, Del. You've joined Marlebone in his library. He's pulling out books. With each book that comes out, I forget more and more about the fact that they're fighting. And I care and, and remember less and less. Because there are books galore. I am taking every opportunity to take note of what he has, what kind of books he has. As he's pulling out books, he's just kind of rambling. Mm-hmm. He's talking about ornithomancy and how he'd divined in the feathers that something was going to happen mm-hmm. this evening. He knew something was going to happen. But he hands you a stack of books. You look through these, I look through these. He starts flipping through things, but he's still talking. Bloody unseasonable this weather. Should have seen it coming in the eggshells. If he's handed me books to go through, I'm probably going to end up tuning him out. A lot more lost in the books than the situation warrants. Are you trying to look for the information? I, I am, but it's a struggle. It, it's very hard for me to stay concentrated. In that case, I'd like you to make two checks. The first check is a will check in order to attempt to stay on task. Okay. You're going to roll your will or less mm-hmm. on the 20-sider. I rolled an 11 and my willpower is 13. So you are able, despite the many distractions, all of the illuminations in these books of weird monsters and things, mm-hmm. you are able to stay on target. Now I need you to make your intelligence roll. Okay. 12. My intelligence is a 16. All right. It doesn't take you very long before you find in one volume of fairy lore an entry on Bogarts. It's a wealth of information. Do you point this out to Marlebone? Yeah, I think I would mention it to him. I have enough wherewithal to realize that there's uh, danger afoot and that I should probably stay on track. So yes, I would mention it to him. (laughs) All right. Well, the information that you glean, Bogarts are dark fairies. They are shapeshifters. They like dark, confined places. Uh, Some of them are blood drinkers. They tend to favor cattle, but they occasionally will go to humans. They are known to travel the ley lines, Mm. which you've heard of. They can travel at great speed along the leys. They do have weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Salt burns them. Iron drains their power. And in ancient days, they were captured or confined in pits, which were treated with a mixture of salt and iron filings mixed with bone glue, painted the walls and the bottom, and the 
stone slab that was used for a lid, and they could not escape. When Marlebone's looking at that, he points it out specifically. Haven't found any pits lately, have you? As a matter of fact, we have. In the cemetery, by the ruins, it was, in fact, a ten-foot-deep pit. And yeah. there was what was obviously, at one point, a large stone slab that was broken. So, yes, as a matter of fact, we did come by a pit. Well, there you go. An ancient binding was broken. Question. Something's been released from a long time ago. The question, then, is must we rebind it, or can we destroy it? Mm. He's looking, you're looking. It doesn't specifically say. Of course it doesn't. Okay. As well, you wouldn't necessarily have to bind it in the same pit. If you could find somewhere else, if you treat it, salt, iron filings, bone glue. He seems very excited. Let's just go tell everyone what we found and, and see what we can come up with. I'm going to keep looking, just in case. That would be lovely. <laughs> <laughs> you stay here, out of the range of any kind of weaponry. All right, we'll get back to you. Ro, outside, you're just basically waiting around. Yeah, just watching. You see the Boggs family is coming across the bridge. Oh, okay. Toward the end. And that is to say, Mr. and Mrs. Hugh and Lizzie, and three girls. No sign of fetch. They probably shouldn't bring their girls so close. Stay back. You burned down our barn! And you can see the light, actually, of the <laughs> fire, which is still raging over there. But you had a hideous monster in your barn. So you just burned it down? Not intentionally. There was a ruckus and a, a lantern appended. And Lizzie is like, Fetch may still be in there. We did look around. There was nobody else in there that we could tell. Hugh says, what about under the barn? Were you down there? Under the barn? Mm, no, we were not. They look at each other kind of worriedly, and they're talking amongst themselves. Is they there don't... usually space under a barn? We had... we had guests staying there, all right? Yes. I don't know what your business is, but basement... I, have you checked it? It's probably fine. It's still on fire. We have to get help. Well, I'd say to stay back because the monster that was attacking you is in here now. It's in the inn? Uh, yes. Oh. People are waking up around the town, by the way, because there is a huge light across the river where the barn is burning. People are starting to wake up, and they're starting to organize. They're all getting buckets and things. They're going to go okay. to the river and start drawing as much water on the fire as they can. <laughs> so all kind of commotions going on yeah. in the town around you, but you're still going to guard the door. I'll guard the door. Okay. I'm focused. Okay, back to Jolie and Byrne, who are going down the stairs to the cellar. Although they make creak, creak, creak as you step your way down there. One thing you do notice, it's been a really, really hot night. You're both dripping with sweat. And uh, when you step down into the cellar, it's noticeably cooler. The stone walls are cool when you touch them. Jolie, you realize that's normal. You hear little bits of creaking up above you in the floorboards. That's probably normal. The cats are still upstairs in the they are. restaurant part. Okay. Definitely no cats down here. You've got your lantern, correct, Jolene? Mm -hmm. And Burn, you're not carrying a light source right now, are you? No, I'm not. Okay. There are candles down here, actually. Unlit candles. Is there a central place that we could either place or hang the lantern? It Absolutely. Would kind of light. 
hang it on a hook that's meant for just that. You do see the cellar doors that lead to the outside, little stone steps that lead up to them. You also hear commotion out there, like the town is definitely waking up and running around. Okay. By the way, Ro, you can see the light down there. You know that they're okay. down there. I'll stay quiet. Just okay, some... stay up top. Right. Yeah. There's lots of wooden shelving holding glass jars, preserves and things. There are crates with various vegetables. It's early summer, so it's early summer vegetables. There's radishes and cabbages and peas, maybe. Some very early potatoes and some spring onions. There are loops of cured sausage hanging down here. There are the barrels of beer fermenting. You don't see any monsters. There is a shadowy back area, back behind some wooden like wine rack type of things that you can't entirely see from where you are. You'd have to go back there. I nudge my head toward that area. I go stealthily move my hammer out in front of me. You should make a stealth dexterity roll. Dex is 13. So give yourself a plus one, so 14 in this case, and roll 14 or less on the 20-sider. Okay. I rolled a two. Okay, you're creeping very stealthily across the floor, and you get to the corner of the dark place back there. You don't have a light, though. I don't. But you come around the corner, mm-hmm. and you see a lot of shadow. And you think you see a place that is extra shadowy, a dark patch on the floor. Although, without a light source, you're not entirely sure what it is. Hey, Jelly, bring the lantern over here. Okay. I keep my eye on the spot. Jelly, bring the lantern over and come around the corner and you see, you see a place where the wine racks have been moved aside. The floor is stone down here. And you see a really large slab of stone, which looks like it's been lifted up and moved. And there's a dark hole in the floor. Looks like the wine racks had maybe been sitting on top of it. So it's under the floor of the cellar in like a place that's too small for any person to get. As it is, it's just been moved enough so that you'd really have to squeeze to get through there, but you could move it more. Oh, that sounds awful. But you didn't even know this was down here. I mean, you've been down in the cellar a lot. You know that the wine rack's back and back, but you never knew that they were sitting on top of something. Oh, since you're both standing close to it, you can see that on top of this slab, it's very Faint. It looks like it's really old, carving almost a relief on the stone of what looks to be a goat head. Oh, that's great. This is great. Did you know you had a secret goat passage in your basement? <laughs> no, no, I didn't know that. Um, I might want to go talk to my <laughs> grandmother. Can I leave you here? Sure. Okay. I will stand guard over the mystery hole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Will I see her go by? Actually, I'm going to pop up and give her an update. So where you get related what's happened? I might go down kind of as backup. So you join Burn. All right, Jolie, you go upstairs, Mm -hmm. and then you go on upstairs to the second floor, where Nan's room is. Knock on the door, I presume. Sure. She comes to the door. She's not asleep. What? What's going on? Everything's fine, but... Can I talk to you a minute? Of course. Um, 
there there is a a mysterious hole in the cellar. A hole? Yeah, with a stone on it, which has a, a goat head on it. Do you know anything about that? What that's for? Or She immediately looks like she's made a connection. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Did you say a hole? Yeah. As in the stone has been moved? Yes. Oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> well... Yes, I know what you're talking about. And, uh, yeah, that was never supposed to have been moved. Well, it has been now, and we think there's a creature in the hole. A creature in the hole? Uh, well, uh, I've only been told that the stone was never to have been moved. My late husband made it seem as though there was nothing to worry about as long as the stone was never moved. We just covered it up. Nothing to worry about. Wait, Pop-Pop told you to watch the hole? Yes. Our cellar here is one of the oldest structures here in, in Tulse Fork. Well, this and that bridge and... Anyway, it was something before. Uh, but, you know, don't rock the boat. Don't move the stone. What was it before? <laughs> it was an inn. Well, I don't really know. Did Pop-Pop leave any documents or anything? No. No. Did Mom and Dad know about this? Uh, I believe so, yes, but they didn't. I mean, what was there to worry about? You saw you saw that it had a goat head on it, right? Yes, I saw the goat head. <laughs> well, I mean, doesn't that... I feel like that seems ominous-ish. I might have... You might have what? Asked a question? I don't know. You would have gone down there? Well, no, not after I saw it. You don't know anything else about, like, is it... A place that you could actually get down into? I've never been down there. I didn't know that it was necessarily even a, a place you could go. I just knew it was an old stone with a goat marking on it. And we weren't to move it. On retrospect, perhaps that was a bit short-sighted. So, what are you going to do? I don't know yet. We've got several people helping with this problem, so maybe one of them will have an idea, but... Do you, do you need me to come down there? I Well, I know. I want you to be safe. I still think you might even be safer out of the inn, but if you're determined to stay here, you should at least stay I'm not leaving the inn. Okay. Okay. I think just stay in here and be safe then, but I might have to make you leave if it gets to that point, though. Make me leave, well, no, child. I mean, you stay in your room. Yes. Okay. Do I sense anything about her that seems off? Make a perception roll. I did not make it. Nope. Is her cat still in there with her? Yes. The cat seems better than it was. Mm. The other cats are all like in hiding. You think some of them went out. A couple of them may be lingering, but they seem to have been trying to get the hell out. Okay, okay. You let me know what you find down there. Okay. And, Jolie, mm -hmm. be careful. Okay. And she closes the door. Del, mm -hmm. were you going to race back to them with your information when you found it? That's or correct. Were you going to go to the cellar door or to the inn door? The inn door. In that case, you come in right as, Jolie, you're coming down the stairs from talking to Nan. Well, there's some stuff. Yeah, there's some stuff. There's bad stuff. <laughs> there's lots of stuff. 
Do you have salt here? A lot of it. We've got salt in the cellar. That's where we'll probably need it the most. Where's everyone else? Uh, in the cellar. Oh, God, of course they are. Okay, you two go down and join Harry and Roe next to the slab and hole. I will relay what Nan told me. I will relay everything that I've learned from the books, including the fact that I realized that there was a pit by the ruins that was emptied, and that's where I believe that it may have came from. But then what was this used for? Well, there's a big goat head on it, so I'm going to be inquiring with Cornelius. I think that the goat head symbol is probably something to do with our new friends that we've met. That sounds about right. But they could have locked the thing in there. They very well could have locked this thing in here. How deep is, if you, can you put your hand in it? Go check it out. Send the dog. Oh. (laughs) We don't even know where the bogart's at, do we? I think that it must be down here still, since the cat's flat. Unless it's invisible. Is there salt in the cellar? You would have salt in the cellar. You could get salt. What is the salt in? Is this a, a barrel we can carry? Can we just take the whole thing with us? Yes. Yeah, you could carry a barrel, although it's not like easily carried. I mean, you know. you've got a, a keg of salt. You have to set it down every once in a while. I would suggest to everyone that we all take a big handful of salt. And if you have a pocket, fill it full of salt. If you don't have pockets, then just keep a handful of salt with you. And if you see anything moving or anything odd, just throw the salt. And that'll right. repel it. They're dark fairies. They are weak to salt. Salt burns them. They're weak to iron. They're blood drinkers. They're shapeshifters. They were confined in pits with salt and iron filings wallpaper. There can't be all that mixture down in the hole here because it wouldn't go back. Right. It, it wouldn't go back into yeah. it. Right. So, so this is something this... else. Well, I'm going to grab some handfuls of salt and just sprinkle it all over the floor. Additionally, is there liquid down here? Like like an ale keg or something? I might get some sort of liquid and mix it with the salt and like rub it on sage and maybe all over me too. I believe in this stuff. I know this stuff is real. Uh, There's beer barrels. What about pickle barrels? Oh, Actually, yeah, right. there right. would be Yes. That would be salt, too. Yeah, there would definitely be something. Some pickled stuff down here. <laughs> We're going to be the stinkiest people. Well, I think just to go that extra little bit, I'm going to wipe down all my... I'm not doing that. I'm going to do Ro- it. Ro- I'm doing so, Ro, it. you're covering yourself in sage in, like, pickle juice? Yep. Anyone else... Paint themselves in brown and brown. No, and I I do have salt in my pockets, but I am so looking at you askance because that's just yeah. Row is row is dripping in pickle juice pot. right now. Yeah, well, and salt like I mix salt in with it too. Really I'm concentrate. Not. It's just everywhere. Extra layer of protection and stuff in my pockets. Yeah, I gotcha. Although that does make a nice exfoliator. I have the best skin. <laughs> I suggest that one of us, I don't care who, goes back upstairs and grabs as many lanterns and or torches as we can possibly we try to burn this place down and too. bring down into the basement. <laughs> there was already some candles down here. You yeah. got a lantern. I'll okay. go get okay. the other lantern from upstairs and bring it down. Yeah. Maybe it's not a pit. Maybe it's a tunnel yeah. and the Bogart is gone. Why don't we try to move the slab and see... If we can get a better look at what's down there. It's stone. It's heavy. But if several of you at once put your backs into it, you can slide it further. And you do so. 
And you see beneath it are steps cut into the stone that go down. This was definitely not the Bogart's original pit. Yeah. As my, my lantern would be around somewhere. I, I guess I would probably just have carried it with me to... Sure, you've got it. So we have three lanterns now. And I believe Burn has torch. a torch. Yeah. We don't even need candles, probably. I'm going to bring a candle. Okay. Are you lighting it? Oh, yeah. So you're lighting up And I've candle. grabbed a couple extra candles. As well. And there's a third lantern. Are we just leaving one in the cellar? I will light my torch. Okay. We'll you leave a lantern got... up here. So we'll leave light. a lantern up here so we have a light to guide us yes. back. Yes, that's good. good. Okay. Abundant light <laughs> shining. The light illuminates the steps. It does go down for a ways, but you think it ends in maybe a passage. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll go. And Sage is with you. Yeah. Right up here in front. Right, right next to okay. Sage is a little bit weirded out by going down into this dark hole. I'll be next. Burns following up. You go next. I'll close up. I'll bring up the rear. Okay. Dell's bringing up the rear. Okay. Row, you and Sage have just got down a little passage, and it's illuminated a door ahead of you. It's a stone door. It's carved, and once again, you can see a goat head symbol in the mm. door. And the door is ajar. Just cracked enough to slip through. Darkness beyond it. Well, I'm going to grab a little of my salt and like just throw it in the opening of the door into the darkness. You do? You hear it hit the ground? No other sound? No. Can it move the door more? Yes, it moves surprisingly easily. Hmm. Beyond the door is an octagonal room, 20-25 feet across. The passage continues on the far side. You see that the walls of this room are covered in uh, carved relief, almost like a mural of scenes. What sort of scenes? So are you going in? I'll go in and start looking around. Okay. Yeah. Watch out for booby traps. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You start to look at the walls of the room in your uh, torchlight. It's flickering kind of creepily, but you see it's a woods. Trees with branches actually going up across the ceiling. It makes you feel like you're in weird, densely packed woods. Carbon stone. Very intricate. Amongst the tree trunks, you see goat men taking their ease, lounging about, and you notice that they are being waited upon and served by humans Mm. who are very clearly bound. Some of them are held on leashes. Here. A few human minstrels that seem to be playing harps and things. Oh dear. The whole place looks very creepy in your fire, in your torchlight. There's a lot of shadows in the forest. How old do these carvings look? Would these have been done many um, centuries ago? or These could be very, very old. You get the impression that this has been non-disturbed for a very long time. Wow. Does it look like there's any tracks on the floor? Nothing like tracks, okay. no. Does this look like the goat men you guys saw? I am very uh, diligently looking at the uh, reliefs to see if anyone happens to look like old Cornelius. Well, you're not sure. You okay. see several of them that are definitely of the long-horned variety, okay. like he was, mm-hmm. with long, curling horns. Okay. But you don't recognize specific goat men. <laughs> And there are other doors in this room? There is a passage that continues on the far side. Not a door, but a passage. Hmm. Well, we're in the thing of it now. Let's just continue on. 
I'm concerned about getting trapped. We have the keg of salt. We could kind of wedge it in the door. Wedge it in the door. I'm really big into not getting trapped. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Put the salt keg there to brace the door. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna use some more salt and sprinkle it around the door. I'm gonna good. put a pretty nice mm. line in like, front of each door. Yeah, as you go through. Well, we also don't want to run out. The bugard is huge now. We're gonna need the rest of this. Yeah. Can. So you're proceeding then, going down yes. the passage. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Same order. That's you fine. could walk two abreast if you wish, because the passage is maybe ten feet across. Okay. Okay. It would be smart to go with Sage first mm-hmm. and be able to hear things or smell things. So you and Sage in the lead. My axe out and a handful of salt right. right. Burn your second line. Right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should be side by side rather That's... than single file. Yeah. Jolie and Dell are bringing up the rear. Mm-hmm. You proceed down the passage. There are now more than just one way to go. You can proceed straight ahead. It also branches off to the right and the left. Other passages are also 10 feet across. From the intersection, if you look down the passages, you can tell that straight ahead does go to what looks like another door, whereas the side passages look like they might come out into rooms. We could explore those real quick. Yeah, let's each take a path. Just peek in real quick. Mm -hmm, mm Meeny, meeny, miny, mo. Which one do you like want to first? I don't know. Should we just go straight? But then if anything is in the side room. It will sneak up behind yeah. us. We could, most of us could stay in this little passage and then have somebody just peek in the other yeah, one. Yeah, do a real quick check. Yeah, you do it. All right, I'm going to go look in the right side. <laughs> okay. So you, burn, go down the right passage. Yes. I might follow halfway just so I'm back up. It's only about 20, 25 feet or so before it opens. It opens into a room. Before you even get into the room, you see that there is a stone table, perhaps, in the middle of the room. Okay. That, when you think about it, is not so much a table as... You think you might have a lid? Is there anything carved on the table? No. But there are more trees carved into the walls of this little room. Okay. The room's only about 20 feet wide by about 15 feet across. The stone structure in the middle is maybe about 7 feet long, 3 feet high, maybe about 3 or 4 feet wide. Okay. I go back down the hall and tell them what I found. More tree carvings in the walls and some table-like thing that probably has a lid. I'm going to go open it up and see what's inside of it. Really, oh. a coffin. What if it's another one of these things and you just let it out? Was well, there any writing on it? I didn't see any writing on it. Did I see any of the salt bone paste? No. What Jolie said about it being a coffin seems like that's actually pretty likely. I feel like that might need to stay how it is. What if there's a clue inside that we need to know or what's going on? With people that used to live here left something inside of it. We Flip. check out the other, or see if the same thing is in the other room. Well, yeah, let's yeah, do that. Yeah. Maybe check and see if there's. Room. You and Sage are going down there. Yes, I'll peek in the other room. Very similar. There's another and nothing stone disturbed. It looks all coffin thing. Mm-hmm. If it's going to have to be lifted open, I would suggest the stronger people lift it open and the weaker people stand by with salt. Fair. Yes, oh, two of you can do it. Okay. Well, I guess we could yeah. both. Oh. 
Does it just push off, or is there a hinge on it somewhere? Do you think you have to lift it up in order to move it aside? Okay. I feel like it's a bad idea, but I am curious, so we'll see. Sage is just watching, by the way. So two of you lift the lid, because it is definitely a lid. It is very heavy. I will make you make a strength check. And actually, I need both of you to succeed. Does my athletic skill help? Yeah, I sure. made it. We'll give you a bonus plus one to that. So roll your strength reward. I rolled it exactly. But that's good enough. Uh, the two of you lift the lid and move it aside. The rest of you peering inside, ready to throw your salt. And inside you see bones. Can we see the spell? Does it have a little nut? It actually has horns for sure. Oh my god, put the lid back down. Put Does it back down right jewelry? now. Quickly. You don't see anything that looks like jewelry or weapons or anything like that. At any rate, close it. I don't think I need to remind you that we're probably not in the best graces with the goat in Yeah, as is, so I'm fine with that. Their coffins alone. The other one, we probably don't need to do the same thing. I recommend leaving it. We, we've already we've had, had encounters with the goat, with yeah, the goat we men, so we don't know. You said they were wealthy so. and somewhat handsome. They can be. They can also be very deadly, very dangerous, <laughs> and very, very magical. They don't come mm. back to life, do they? Depends on what song is being played. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, no, I, it's dead. It's what dead, but so were the ones that yeah. we saw dancing yeah, across so the Dunstone they, Hill. He taught me some of his song. I could see if I could get them to move again. No, we're going to close it. Let's close it. We're closing it. What do you, you want to do with the rest of it? I don't know. It's closed again. I feel like we should just take that straight path. Yes. I agree. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Toward yet another door. We want to sprinkle salt in the doorway. Speaking of which, you, you'd set it in the door. In I the guess doorway. I have to pick it back up. Yeah. I'll carry it for a while. It's fine. Okay. It's awkward enough that a one-armed carry is probably not going to work out. You'd need both your arms. Maybe I should carry two lanterns if you're carrying the salt. Okay. So you can hand it back to her because she needs it. And I still have salt in my hand while I'm gripping the lamp handle. So if need be, I'm just going to throw a handful of salt and flames. <laughs> I would like my home not to be burned down. Right? <laughs> okay. Where all did you sprinkle salt? Maybe just a small amount of salt across each doorway. Yeah. Okay. Like the threshold. Okay. You make it to this door, which is also slightly ajar. As you approach this door, you can hear a sound coming from up ahead. A clacking sound, that's the best way I can describe it. Kind of a subtle sound. Clacking. Hmm. There's no pattern. Vague one. Okay. I think it is. Does it sound far away or is it like it's right in that room? I think it's probably not far beyond the door. Okay. Whatever's making it. Sage is just like looking at you nervously and looking Aww. straight ahead and looking back at you. You said the door was ajar? It is. Just a little. Just a crack. Any light coming through it? No, no light. I am going to pass one of the lanterns back to you so that I can make sure I have my staff and hook. I might put the keg down and get a weapon ready, like okay. my pistol. Put the torch in my left hand and my hammer in my right. I'll stick the candle on the floor and handle grab my axe and a handful of salt. Who's going first? Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> I, someone was light. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know how 
I'll have, yeah. Okay, I have a lantern. I will cautiously take my staff and just ever so gently peek the door open just okay. a hair. It does swing very easily for a stone door. Noisily or? It doesn't make much sound. No. That's good. And you can all now see in there. What's in there? Another somewhat octagonal room, but it's kind of like an elongated octagon. Right in the middle of the room is another one of those stone table things. Oh. Or a coffin, we should say. Tomb. There are relief sculptures all over the walls. You've not come into the room yet, so you can't really see what the murals around the edges are. There is a little table, which looks like it has bottles and a goblet of some sort standing on it. On the far side of the room, there is a huge devil head, a devilish goat head carved into the far wall with a wide open mouth bleeding or screaming in a big black pit. But you see where the clacking is coming from. There is a human skeleton that is standing up on the far side of the room near the table, swaying back and forth. In its hand is what's left of an old heart. It doesn't have any strings anymore. You think you can see where they all have broken. And it's playing a harp. Its jaw is moving too, as if it's singing. Hmm. My instinct is to smash this thing. <laughs> well, it doesn't, is it? It's not going after us. It's not. You're all still standing outside. I might come in. Yeah, I'll start to go into the room, circle around it, looking. You can tell a little bit more about the room. Well, obviously the thing that draws your eyes most is the huge goat devil sculpture on the far wall. There is that little table with the bottles and the goblet. And you can also see the relief sculptures now. This is not in a forest. This looks like a building of some sort. There is a longhorn goat man wearing robes and various human slaves he looks as if he's involved with torturing them, and he appears to be cutting the skin off of one of them while they're still alive. Otherwise, it looks like the, the rest of it looks like a torture chamber carved into the, the walls. On this particular stone tomb, there's a carving, a relief carving on the top of it, and it looks for all the world like the goat on the wall. So this would be his tomb, and he enchanted his little slave to play the harp for him, sing for him, whatever. I need to have a very long talk with old Cornelius. I feel like this goes outside the bounds of normal. If, it, if that's what it is, though, the skeleton won't hurt us, will he? Doesn't seem aggressive. Um, this is upsetting, mm. but it may not be actively dangerous. Yeah, just very unsettling. I will cautiously approach him. It's kind of disturbing seeing the skeleton up close here, but it doesn't seem to be looking at you if they can look at all. It just appears focused on playing and singing. Is there any reason for me to not smash it? <laughs> this thing on the far wall with the screaming devil guy, you said the mouth was like a black maw or something. Yeah, it's Does it look open. like there's a shelf or something recessed or a It does look like a recess, yeah. Tunnel, even a tiny tunnel. Mm -hmm. How big is that? About three feet okay. diameter. Not big enough for somebody to go through. Well, I mean, no. you could. A creature could. Oh, a creature. It's could. very dark. It's black in there. 
Other than the mouth tunnel, is there another way out of this path? What you see? Okay. Oh. So this is like the dead oh, end. Oh, this is the end of it then. There is the little table with the stuff on it. Maybe check that out. Row, you go over and look at the <laughs> yeah. table. Are there any labels on them? There are three bottles which don't have any words on them. They all have a symbol of a goat with wings. Mm. Does it look like it could be medicinal, like little medicine bottles? Closer to smaller bottles of wine. Ah. They are sealed with a... Cork and wax. It would be wax. But there's also a goblet, a chalice really there, and it looks like it's silver. It's really tarnished, because it's been sitting there for a really long time. It might be a bad idea, but I might take the bottles and stick them right back. Okay. What if that's his soul? I'm actually wondering about that chalice and whether or not that would be a good bribing tool to use for Cornelius, because I'm thinking if I take it and tell him that I found it and... I tell, him I, I tell him I stole it out of the tomb. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a uh... man necromancer. That might not be. But at the same time, we could tell him that you know where it is. That's probably a better idea. Yeah. Are there markings on the chalice? Not like a picture or anything, like not work and stuff. So I'm wondering, since our options now to go forward here involve crawling into the mouth of the goat man necromancer. <laughs> Maybe we should go back, since you told us the Boggs mentioned something about Yeah, I'm curious about that. Perhaps we should uh, go and investigate that and the pit from the ruins to see if they're all, maybe somehow, if maybe maybe the pit is not actually a pit after all. Maybe it has tunnels connected to it, and maybe the Boggs yeah. farm is... When they mentioned that to me, and I kind of questioned if they acted a little wary or didn't something. Didn't you say they had visitors? They said they had they visitors. They said they had visitors. That's the basement. We should close the doors as we go back out, yeah. and then put the stone back and put the wine rack back. And you need to lock the cellar. Agreed. As you're standing here talking about this, uh, everyone can make a perception roll, but at disadvantage. So roll two times and take the higher roll. Fifteen. I have a skill called detection. Does that help all here? Let's say sure. I think so. Does my gather info do anything? No, I didn't think so. Okay, 15. I made it, but... Just and what are we rolling against? Our perception? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my perception's 14. Okay, so only one of you made it, right? I had 12, and I have 15 perception. You and Sage, you both detect a rustling or a clattering sound, and you're pretty sure it came from the mouth of the, the big devil goat. Are people talking? They're Maybe talking amongst I'll suddenly say, shh. If they yeah, shut up, actually everything is all quiet now. What did you hear? I heard a sound from the mouth. Oh, I don't want to go in the mouth. I will go in there and take my torch and poke it inside. It is very dark, and when you stick the torch in there, the light is muted. The darkness seems unnatural. It's not really illuminating the sides. Can we tell if it it just goes straight back, or does it go up or down? Is there a floor to it? It's up from our floor. Mm-hmm. Is the floor of that where the mouth ends, it's, or is it our floor? It's, it's not our floor. It's where the mouth ends. Okay. It's like the throat. Yeah. I brought an extra candle. You know, I said I grabbed a couple candles. 
Well, I'm going to light a candle and roll it down. It rolls for a few feet and you lose it in the darkness. Oh, wow. But then you hear it pick up speed and you think that it's probably sloped down. Down the and then it like, the might have gone straight down after <laughs> yeah. a little ways. Hmm. You actually hear it hit yeah. after a little while. Oh. You hear the candle clatter. And it hits. There's a floor and there it's not floor. that far down. All of you hear a bit of a rustling in response to the candle going down there though. Something's moving around for sure down there. And so, as the party have possibly located their quarry, we leave them in the dark, deep below the Hare and the Hound Inn. Will they crawl into the gaping stone maw before them to confront the beast? Would you? You'll have to wait until episode 5 to find out their choice. We really hope you've enjoyed our four episodes so far. We'd really love to hear what you think. If you've got any comments or questions, there are a multitude of ways to reach us. This is Tom. I play Burn. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at twick516. That's T-W-I-C-K-516. I'm K.W. Taylor. I play Jolie. You can find me on Twitter at K.W. Taylor Writer. And I am the co-host of Pause Pop, which you can also find in your favorite podcast app. And if you'd like to reach Tracy, Josh, Kate, or myself, our email is thecastperilous at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Cast Perilous. Check it out. Dolmenwood is a creation of Gavin Norman of Necrotic Gnome. Low Fantasy Gaming, our awesome set of rules, is by Stephen J. Grudzicki of Pickpocket Press. Beth Treadway created the image for our logo. Check out her other work at Beth Treadway on Instagram and Twitter. Our theme music is A Walk in the Woods by Edward Brown. That's nedwin04 on pond5.com. Sound effects are either homemade or found under the Creative Commons license on freesound.org. It should be noted that the Boggart lore discovered in Marleybone's library was largely inspired by Joseph Delaney's wonderfully dark young adult fiction series, The Spook's Apprentice. In our fifth episode, not only will we learn whether our heroes are more inclined to valor or prudence, we will also finally get to discover what in the name of St. Gwen has been going on with Beatrice in the cast Perilous, Dark Places, Part 3. We'll see you in the woods.